Welcome to the world of Vertus, a world separated into five nations and a holy land. The church oversees the world and the rulers of the five nations do whatever they can to stay in favor of the church, the church of the one God, the church of Unis. Unis created the world of Vertus and all who live there. Over the years, the humans have become the largest populace of Vertus due, due to their rampant breeding practices. They also showed more desire for power and for status, which lead them to also becoming the majority of the church. Unis was impressed with their devotion and strive to be better, but this quality also led them to greed and envy. It didn't take long for the darkness to outweigh the light in man's hearts. This overabundance of darkness tainted Unis and the one God himself reflected this. Soon battles in Vertus became to, began to break out all over the land. This was reflected in Unis as the war of light and dark was waged inside the one God, ushering in the age of darkness. As the hate and bloodshed continued, darkness grew more powerful and pushed the light out of Unis till only darkness remained. The light in its attempt to survive split into twelve and hid from the darkness. The church, in a final attempt to bring back the light, collected the light, and with the help of five great heroes, defeated the darkness. The church rewarded the five heroes each with a kingdom to rule, and began the Age of Light. We will begin our story roughly 600 years from that fateful day when the light triumphed over the darkness. Light is still dominant in Vertis, though darkness seems to slowly be making its way back into the world. The short-lived humans seem to have forgotten the sins of their ancestors. Those who do not learn from history are doomed to repeat it. The darkness on the rise, and people, and people are becoming worried. The church not wanting to make matters worse is denying the rise of crime and violence, so it has been decided that they must put together a small force that can work amongst the darkness and maintain deniability for the church. A team, will not, a team that will not hesitate or let things like morals get in the way of what needs to be done. With the help of the church, church's diviners, a select group of criminals were chosen. The last thing our players remember is being captured and a slender cloaked figure approaching, raising a hand, and then everything fading to darkness. With that, we shall begin. Inside your head, you hear a familiar voice say a single word in a soft, smooth language. Your eyes begin to flutter as your vision returns to you. It's almost like a haze has been lifted from your mind. As you regain your bearings, you look around and notice you're in a round stone room roughly 20 feet in diameter. Your arms are shackled together around the wrists. 
A slack chain leads from your wrist to a hole in the wall, six to seven feet in the air. You also notice you've been stripped of all your belongings and are in a simple, common clothes. As you glance around the dimly lit room, you notice four other people are also chained along the walls. And this is when I will get Almus to introduce himself and what he looks like. Uh, Almus is uh, chained up with the rest of you. He is a creature you I don't think any, anybody in this world has seen before. Nope. He's, uh, hmm? Nobody has seen him before. Nobody's seen a creature like this before. He is uh, very tall and slender, about six foot tall, but he looks like he is pretty much a skeleton with just flesh on him. Uh, a really defining feature is that he has no nose, and the front part of his face is completely flat with long, serrated ears and uh, some shoulder-length dreadlocks pulled back. He's adorned with different kinds of golden uh, necklaces and bracelets and charms all over his body. And he is covered head to toe in tattoos of pictures of mythical creatures and small circular runes that nobody can seem to decipher what they mean. And then next to his left, Chuck. You mean Jack? Jack, whatever. <laughs> All right. So, su- su- suspended by the chains is a, a very unusual creature that appears to be. It, it almost looks like an alligator or a crocodile has been flayed, and its flesh has been fused to that of a some sort of humanoid, man-like creature, covered in thick, uh, a thick hide of scales. The creature's uh, lidless eyes glance around, and uh, its its reptilian gaze peers on whoever's closest to it, and then it, it narrows. And for a brief moment, it see it seems to be silent before it lunges, pulling at the chain, snapping at that person with its uh, oversized jaws. And then, as you continue to look around the room. There is a tiefling. What does our tiefling look like? You see a five foot seven lavender tiefling uh, with petite ram like horns. God, I'm so nervous. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, dark hair that sh- uh, sort of shifts in the light between shades of blue and purple. She's wearing a black cloak, studded leather armor, has a uh, if she was having, assuming, if she had her belongings, she would. Be. Oh, if she, oh, then I don't know what she's wearing right now. She could be naked for all I know. Um, the, the highest fashion of uh, prison prisoners these days. Yeah. Um, pale off-white linens. Yes, she's wearing pale off-white linens, um, and she's she's uh she doesn't have anything too defining about her. Other than the fact that she's a tiefling, and she's looking, she's looking kind of worried, noticing where she is. She's never been in a place like this before. Then, as you keep encircling the room, you see quite an interesting, savage, almost creature, Tavrook. Um, Tavrook uh, has kind of. Uh, a dark reddish orange tone to his skin. He has 
long black hair, some kind of hanging in the front down past his shoulders, and the rest is kind of top nutted up on the top of his head. And uh, he is in the same, the finest of linens. Um, and he's got this big, uh, this big, almost like dog-like nose, very like wide and animalistic looking, and he's got kind of pointy teeth. And the last person in the room actually stands out the most compared to the rest of the folks. Yeah. So, um, it's, she's in a, like a five foot five relatively average sized human woman. Um, she has, her features are very pointed, so she's got a very high cheekbones, um, a pointed chin and a very sharp nose. Um, but her hair is very thick and very, very white and long and hangs down her shoulders. And her eyes are eerily and unnaturally white. Um, are the hands are suspended above our heads or behind us, or where are they? Currently, they are slacked, so you have movement. You have about three to four feet of chain slack right now. Okay, in front of us or behind us? The, uh, the hole where they go is above you. It's about seven feet up on the wall behind you. Hmm. Okay, well, if, anyway, okay. Um, but she seems kind of relatively disinterested in the current situation. It's kind of like looking up and like lost in thought, thinking about something else. So as you all look around, you've now looked at each other. The room is slightly dimly lit and you seem left to your own accord. So everyone is just looking around. The room is quiet. There's no, there's no walls, no walls, sorry. There's no windows, no light, no doors, other than the one giant wooden door at one end of the room. At the rate we're just waking up, uh, Tavaruk is looking around and, and seeing that his hands are chained the way they are and are trying to pull and he's he, he's fighting stones. I don't think he's getting very far, but he's and trying to like break out of it and he's kind of freaking out. As he's doing that, does it pull on any of our chains? Nope. He pulls and he pulls and... Actually, get me a strength check, please. Athletics. First roll. When it's the natural one. Hey! Oh, shit. There we go. <laughs> Wait, who well, got the sound throwing, throwing that dice. <laughs> so, after, as Tavruk pulls and pulls and pulls, it actually slacks a little bit, and as he does it, he kind of knocks his chin with the with his own fist, kind of punches himself in the face a bit. Sitting there silently, um, almost is going to sort of make a small motion with his hand and see if anything comes out of it. As he does that, light slightly shines above as ruins light up and nothing happens. Hmm. Hmm. Huh. Uh, the, the human woman kind of turns and notices it and kind of just now is kind of staring curiously and like is trying to now noticing all of the tattoos trying to kind of decipher and see what they what's up what'd you just do I uh I tried to see if I could do some magic it's, it doesn't look like it's gonna work in here hmm did you say there was a door in this room yep there is a door what are those markings? Uh, just cool tattoos. Oh, <clears throat> sure. Okay. Jack continues to lunge at whoever the nearest prisoner is, trying to eat their face. 
that would either be uh, Almas to your right or the Tiefling to your left. Well, let me let me uh, roll d six. Evens and odds. Okay, it's the uh, one to my left. You are taking. You are biting at the Tiefling. Yes. I'm going to move as far away as my character can in the chain. Okay. <laughs> Jack continues to strain against, snarling like a, a savage predator, snapping gonna... his uh, alligator-like jaws in her direction, trying to eat her face. <laughs> I'm going to attempt to use thaumaturgy to tell him to stop and amplify my voice. Okay. As you do so, your voice does not raise whatsoever, and the ruins above you glow just a, glow a little bit. It seems that these ruins seem to render any magic useless. Do I recognize these ruins at all? It just seems like some sort of anti-magic. Okay. But not in a language I recognize or anything like that? Uh, I don't think so, no. Uh, Tabruk looks over at Chak and just <coughs> savages. Chak pauses for a moment from his snapping and kind of like slow turns his head in the direction. Just looking at the the individual with one eye, one of his reptilian eyes, and so he says, "We do not enslave smooth skin like your kind." Not that you could if you tried. <clears throat> I'm trying to, like, squeeze my hands through the shackles to, like, get out. They're too tight, unfortunately. I am wrapping, I'm essentially wrapping my hands around the chains and essentially making it so that, that it's taut against the wall behind me. And I'm testing to see how well it takes my weight. And essentially, I'm going to start, see if I can essentially see, test it by kind of climbing up the wall using my feet and using the chain as leverage. You're able to. Hmm. Okay. I drop back down. I drop back down and leave the chains kind of like wrapped around my wrist so that I have that leverage. Um, I'm just uh, talking to anyone listening and I'm going to say, um, does anyone know where we are? I have an inkling, but I can't confirm anything yet. How did you? Uh, how did you guys all get here? I was someplace, and then the next thing I knew, I was here. There was a word. I, there was a word spoken, and now I'm here. Wait. You did. You heard did a I, word too. Yes. I'm trying to figure out what it was. The language sounded vaguely familiar, but not not quite something I know. Same here. Same here. I look kind of confused. <laughs> if I can, can I see if any of the languages that I'm familiar with might kind of like hint to what I know the word to be? Does that make sense? Uh, what languages do you speak? A lot. I speak a lot of languages. Uh, Abyssal, Celestial, Common, Infernal, Sylvan. Oh, good God. Okay. 
since Sylvan is essentially elvish, or very close to it, you would know that the word would be sleep. Hmm. Oh! Sleep, of course, rooted in, and then she goes on a bit of, like, an entomological, like, this comes from this root, comes from this thing, and this root comes from that thing, so of course the word is sleep. And the word you heard before you your vision returned to you was awaken. Mm. Mm. Some great mystery. At this <clears throat> moment, Almas will uh, sort of stand up as hard as he can as a guard. I uh, I need to use the restroom. <laughs> I'm just gonna start banging my chain and saying, "Hello, is anyone?" Is my is my uh what's what's the state of 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 my character's face like right now? Like am I am I kind of beaten up? No, everyone actually surprisingly looks like they're in half decent shape. You're a little dirty, you know. Oh, okay. Some older bruises. Like you look like you've been almost like you've been healed, and some of the bruises on your arms and stuff like that look like they could be up to a week old already. Hmm. God, a week. Does anyone know what day it is? I suspect we won't know that until we see a calendar. Seeing as sleep is very, very generic of a word, meaning we probably have no idea how long it's been. You can't tell by looking at the chains and the what, runes. What Unfortunately, the stone? stones don't tell time very well. <clears throat> don't they? <laughs> you can give it a try if you want. <laughs> no. You don't want to take a look? <laughs> Is there anything we can see from uh from inside the cage? Like outside of it or the door is solid, but if you want to give me a perception check. Different dice. Okay, okay, okay. That is a nineteen. Ooh. With a nineteen, as you gaze around the room. The roof is quite tall, almost like you can't see the top of it. But then looking on the floor, you see almost dull painted lines that lead from the door to the center of the room with a circle painted and then back to the door. Hmm. Is there enough slack in my in my chains for me to kind of follow that line to that circle in the middle? Uh, no. As you try to get close, you seem like you're just outside of that line. Hmm. Interesting design work in here. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna try and I don't know, break out of the chain. Give me an acrobatics. Or no, give me a sleight of hand. Sleight of hand? <laughs> that is a nine. You try to you try to slide your hand out, try to slide your hand out. You think, you think. No. You just can't get your thumb to slip past. Yeah, I don't think we're slipping out of these. Patience might yet be a virtue here. You then start to hear a... As the chains start to pull. Your hands are now pulled above your head, closer and closer towards the hole. I release some of the slack as I do, so I don't end up raised up off of the floor, hopefully. Or breaking your arm. 
Jack uh, does not like, like this at all, and we'll try to fight against the chains. Yeah, same. There is no matter. You put your leg on the wall. You're bracing. You're pulling as hard as you can. To no avail. The chains just keep going. <laughs> Next thing you know, your arms are raised above your head. About three inches, four inches maybe of slack. And you're essentially almost pinned against the wall. You can twist, you can turn, but you can't. You're pretty much against the wall now. And then you hear... <laughs> as the doors begin to open. And appearing from the darkness, you see a man with a little cart pushing. What do they have here? He walks in. He has five bowls on his little tray of some sort of gray sludge. As he enters the room, directly to his left, throws the bowl towards Almus on the ground. He goes, What the hell are you, you ugly bastard? Don't even think I've had a wart as ugly as you are. Why don't you come a little closer? I couldn't hear you. (laughs) The bowl lands in front of you, spills half of it. Continues walking up a little further. Sees the lizard man. He goes, slides the bowl towards him. He goes, You'd probably eat people, you sick fucking monster. All you're good for is a pair of shoes. A low audible growl is all he gets in response. And the bowl slides just in front of you, spilling half of its contents. And he throws the bowl over to the tiefling. He goes, what circle of hell did you come from, you horned demon? Soon you will be cleansed, don't you worry. I don't say anything, I just look real uneasy and kind of nervous. He, he comes over to Tavruk. Tavruk throws the bowl towards you and he goes, You don't look so tough without all your goblin buddies, do ya? Spits in your direction. I do not suffer fools the likes of you. Take your cart and leave. Then he, as he's getting ready to leave, he looks over, places it down on the ground. He goes, hmm, what do we have here? Kind of motions his way over to the human. He goes, hmm, pity you'll be dead in the morning. Takes a step closer to her, takes his hand, Brushes the hair out of her face a little bit. He goes, hmm. I would have liked to have some fun with this one. Looks her up and down. He goes, what a waste. Turns around. Do I see making... Do I see keys oh, on him? Do I see keys on him? You attack him. He has something, a bulge on the side of him, under his cloak a bit. Okay. The second he turns back on me and he's that close, I use the leverage from the shackles above me to essentially lift up my legs, twist my hips, wrap my legs around his neck, and I squeeze. Fuck yeah. Give me an acrobatics check. I'm acrobatic as fuck. Um, of the 15. Alright. I'm gonna contest this. Um, before he even tries to wiggle out of that, my um, left eye is going to light up in a bright white light, and he's going to roll a nine. Sadly, it doesn't work. 
You just see the. Oh, that's right. Shit. Yeah. Oh, no. Dummy. Thank but you, though. He rolled a 10. <laughs> 10. So he now, your legs fly up as you pull, use the leverage of the chains, wrap around his neck, <laughs> and squeeze. Am I am I close enough? I'm the one next to her. Am I close enough to that to possibly reach? I just want to kick him. I just want to throw like a hard roundhouse right to his ribs. No, you guys aren't close enough to touch each okay. other. Okay. What if I use my delightfully mounted position to like kind of throw him over to the side, closer to um, to Rook, so that he could? Because I, I assume I can see him kind of going and trying to smash him. Mm-hmm. Can I get him close enough for him to at least get a hit in? Yeah, I'll say you throw him over towards him. And then if uh, Tevruk, if you want to make an attack. All right, what, uh, at, at the rate it's unarmed, what bonus do I get to that? Uh, strength. Okay, that's a, that's a dirty 20. Hey. Uh, roll da- Oh, I guess it automatically <laughs> be four damage. Oh, okay. <laughs> Why? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because I'm not trained in unarmed, so it's just one. No, you don't have Tavern Brawl or anything like that. Yeah. No. And he's not even a full guard. He is just a commoner, and he has four health points. (laughs) 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 He's essentially the lunch lady. Um, Okay, so I assume he drops, like, a sack of potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> can I can I kind of like keep his weight with one foot kind of balanced and then use my other foot to dig into wherever I think the keys are to see if it's a keys that I saw or thought I saw? Yeah, that you kind of work is I was like there's no sleight of foot check, but uh <laughs> <laughs> while she's story. doing that, it's I'm just gonna I'm just gonna spit back on him and just glare. Like so as you kind of work the keys out of his pocket, kind of kick them out, they come out pretty easy. Sweet. I keep them hooked to my foot and I toss them back up to my hand and I kind of like shift, fit, fiddle through them until I can find one that I assume unlocks my chains. I want an acrobatics check first. Oh, shit. Yeah. For a foot toss? Yeah, I'd say so. Fucking a lot. One second. Oh, I can't do math. 22. Yeah, that does it. Oh, Jesus, you have dexterity like crazy. I do. She has a plus eight to acrobatics. Uh, yes, I do. What the shit? Hello. Oh, that's that, uh... Like I said, I'm very good at a lot of things, but what I'm very bad at... Yeah, I'm very very bad bad at. at Yeah. So the keys flip up to your hands. You unlock the lock. Your hands, you are now free. I take the keys in my hand and I swirl them around a little bit because I imagine they're on a key ring. Yeah, for sure. And I look at the other people in the room. I kind of, I kind of just tilt my head and kind of take my head and like a just nod her towards me. See, I would love to help you. Unfortunately, you are like very tall, and I don't think I can reach. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go over to the tiefling who I can, assume I can actually reach her hands, and I kind of undo hers, and I say, "Can you help me get them all down? Because uh, I can't do it alone." Yes, just get me out of these things. Okay, I we I take I help her get out. Okay. While she's doing that, I go, 
you human. What is your name? Oh, my name's Aviana. Nice to meet you. So I unlock, I unlock, um, the tiefling. Tali. Yep. I haven't said my name. Oh, you haven't? Nope. <laughs> Good to know. Surprise! Surprise! Yeah. And then, so basically, might be I'll... a good time to exchange, exchange names. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I have am... you given me the keys? Uh, no, I still have them. I'm gonna go unlock um 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 the 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 alien looking one as well, the one that isn't the crocodile. <laughs> good choice. Just because I think you're, and then I say I think you're the only one who can reach the other one's locks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. Let me out of here. I gotta pee, like really bad. <laughs> okay, I let him out, and then I kind of toss him the keys, and I go to the door and kind of peek out to see if anyone's come, or if there's anybody else out there. And he'll go around unlocking the rest of the people, just starting whoever's closest to him. <clears throat> Are you sure you want to uh, free the reptile man until we are sure he's not going to attack us immediately? I go to him first, like, no, nah, it'll be all right. <laughs> the, uh, the, croc- the, the crocodile creature that is checked, like, sort of grins, reeling, like, all the sharp and serrated teeth. And I'll just unlock him anyways. I'm like, there you go, big boy. No problem. All right. Um, he just slowly starts making his way towards the unconscious commoner on the floor. No. <laughs> oh, God. And then I'll make my way to the other people in the room. What was, uh, and she's at the door. Okay. What's on his cart? It was just the five bowls of some sort of gray stuff. Okay. Some sort of gruel. I'm gonna sniff it. The the gruel, not the cart. (laughs) It looks, it smells like nothing. I'm gonna taste it. It tastes like nothing. Does the unconscious smooth skin have, like, I don't know, like a pocket knife or anything on them? No. No. He just had his keys. He has a a cloak. He has clothes. Like, just a bit of an apron. But no, he has no weapons, no anything like that. I'm going to take his cloak off of him. Okay. Jack just sort of like moves within like a hair's breadth away from his face and just is staring at him, crouched really low next to him. Mouth opening ever so slightly. Have I, uh, have I, have I been unlocked at this point? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. As, as, uh, I guess all misses unlocking me, I just go, Tavruk. What? No one's heard my name yet out loud. We only said it out, yeah, outside I know, of character. So but I was, oh. my character was saying what? Like you spoke a foreign language. Tavruk. What does that mean? That is my name. Oh! Oh, Tali. <laughs> and I'm gonna like curtsy a little. Uh, do I see anybody outside in the hall as I go to look? Give me a perception check. Um, not dirty twenty. <laughs> Jesus, woman! I'm uh, not rolling the, ones this time, you guys. This is really great. 
<laughs> Your time will come. Don't say that. As you look out the room, it's a long hallway. Goes to your, uh, goes to the right, goes to the left. It's about about thirty feet. You see a small room that looks like it takes a quick right, and a hallway that continues to the left. And then, looking to your left, you see about twenty feet away. Looks like an opening, and you can see all you can make out in there is like some table and chairs. No noise coming from either way. Okay. Is and is the ho- the hallway's lit, right? I can I can see. Yes, there is um, kind of stones embedded into the wall, and they give off light. So it's like a a fairly dim light throughout the whole area. Okay, and I don't see any shadows moving in that room off to the left, right, or off to the right for that matter. I don't see any people. No shadows. No. Okay. All right. So it looks like the coast is clear for now. I don't expect it to stay that way. So does anybody have a plan on to getting out of here other than let's just leave? Does magic mm. work outside room smooth skin? Well, I wouldn't know. I'm gonna move outside and okay. um, is there a torch or anything outside of the room? Just this, just uh, stones out of the Stones embedded in the walls that are in the area. So there's no, like physical torches, no. Of any kind. Is it? Is there a light in here? Just the stones. So there's no room, like. Yeah, this there's the same stones are in the uh, room that are in the hallway. Oh, the lighting ones. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, there's no torches, but they give off essentially like a torchlight. Gotcha. With a, mm, almost like a, but instead of a, a reddish glow, it has more of a bluish glow, bluey green turquoisey. Okay, I'm uh, almost going to take a step outside of the door, and he's going to try to raise his hand and see if anything happens this time. Not that he's outside of the room. What are you doing? With uh, your hand? Mage hand. Oh, I have. A, I can You see a spectral hand. Okay. Huh. Well, I guess oh, it works, works out here. Works in the hallway. Hmm. That's good. Well then, left or right? Now we can do something. I'm gonna creep up to that door. To the left? Yeah, to the left. Okay, it's an open door. Okay. Is there like a desk or anything? You said there was a desk, right? Uh, There's a table, like a round table with four chairs and a couple playing cards, some dice on top of it. And as you peek your head into the room, you see bookshelves on e- either side of the room and then across the room you see another doorway I come up behind her I'm gonna take those cards okay. mark yourself down for one set of playing cards um, incomplete I ca- deck I come up behind her and I notice the books and I kind of immediately go to one of the bookshelves and start kind of pick, it, pick off well is there anything on the spines oh uh, yeah they're Novels, there's very basic books, like borderline children's books. They look like this is a place where guards may kind of hang out a little bit to entertain themselves. So, Chak will slowly stand up from where he was crouched low next to the unconscious uh, commoner. I don't know what 
call or food cart uh, person. Uh, I I believe I believe Dick is a really good name for him. Gra- grab <laughs> him by the scruff of the collar of his shirt and drag him out of the uh, room. Okay. Polly's gonna put the cards back and take the dice instead. As soon as he gets him out of the room, he puts him up against the wall and focuses and uh, start uh, a little bit and exhales into his hand, his uh, his own hand, and then puts it under the man's nose. I am casting Druidcraft, and I'm trying to create a olfactory uh, sensory effect, like smelling salts. Okay. He doesn't move. He's dead. <laughs> oh. He's very dead dead. He's dead dead. Whoops. <clears throat> How awful. Yeah. Oh no, what a shame. Oh no, Dick is dead. Smoothkins skill other smooth skins all time. Shapes head. Um what else is in this room by the way? Bookshelves and dice sets? No, I yeah. I swapped the dice set, so I took oh. the dice. So there's scattered cards on the table, a couple empty cups. Is there anything good in those cups? They're empty. <laughs> no coin like, on the table. Uh, sidebar, Tavaruk is very happy to know he can kick a man to death. Already, right to start the campaign. <laughs> just, just kick and dead. Just, that's I'm very happy about that. Tavruk is very pleased with his work. <clears throat> okay, but that's it. There's nothing else in here. It's just just games and stuff. There's another doorway. There oh, is, is there? a doorway. Yeah, on the opposite side of the room. Ooh, what's over there? You Can open I... that door. You're opening open. the door. Uh, uh, is is there like a window I can peek through? No. Oh. Well, can I do it quietly? You could certainly try. Also, quick aside, I am still back at the top room. Oh, wait, what? No one else is here? You and Tally are in the you room. Tally are there. Oh. Yeah. Almas, where are you? Almas is like in the hallway between the room and the... Okay. The yeah, I w- I'm just kind of... I kind of want to watch. I see them going that way, and I'm going the other direction, the winding hallway, just to see if... Uh, just to make sure nothing's coming up behind us. Okay. Cool, cool. And I guess so. I guess Chalk is there too, assaulting a dead man. No, he hasn't. <laughs> he hasn't assaulted anyone yet. He was trying to stir him back to life, but apparently he's dead. Yet. I thought you were going to eat him. That has yet to be seen. <laughs> now that he knows he's dead, not cannibalism. Well, I mean, it wouldn't have been cannibalism in the first place. That's true. He's not, he's not human. a human. Yeah. Uh, waste not, want not. I eat his face. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. There's a sickly um. crunching sound. As, uh, as like, I, I'm chewing the soft bits first. And with I that, I will you. award you one point of inspiration. Oh great! Oh, wow. Of what? Oh, that's fabulous! Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so glad for face eating. I'm I'm picturing Chuck just saying that in the normal gray voice. <laughs> he just said, "Well, waste not, want not." <laughs> just the whole accent just gone. <laughs> so yeah, you just hear like... crunching, and Almas and Taruk, you're right there. You're just almost in the splash zone, but not quite. 
Almost just strokes his chin is like, damn. I'm not into it, but it's not something I've never seen before. So Tavrik's just like more focused on watching the hallway. Like he sees this happening, but he's just like, okay, like this is this is gonna happen, huh? And whoever's opening the door in the other room, I would like to get a stealth check. Actually, no, give me sleight of hand, sleight of hand, because you're using your hands to push open the door. Uh, twenty-one. Um, sleight of hand. Okay. Uh, yeah. You creak open the door. You peek through. Can I see? Oh. Is it dark? No, it's fine. There is there is light in there. There is a hallway that goes about 10 feet. And there's another door. Uh, I'm going to go to that other door and try and open it, too. Okay. Quietly. It's locked. Oh, God, damn it! Do we have any of our... Like, I don't have any of my normal equipment, do I? Only the finest linens. Okay, well, I guess we're going to do away with stealth then. Chak um, will slowly finish his meal. Wipe the uh, bits of visceral off of his um, mouth with his the back of his hand and pick his teeth a little as he slowly stands up. He only ate the soft bits. Because that makes it better. That's classy. Then he's going to go see what the rest of the people or smooskins are doing. So as you approach, you see uh, Tally in the room. You see a bit of a hallway and about 10 feet of hallway. And you see Aviana coming back out into the main room and saying, okay, I guess it's time for brute force. Who wants to kick a door down? Or do we want to even bother? Door? Yes. Why kick door down, smooth skin? Because it's locked. And I can't get in. So, Chak will slowly saunter over to where that door is. And that's sort of slow motions that you typically see a crocodile or alligator, you know, they're not in any rush to get anywhere. And then his body will melt away as he becomes a cockroach. Hmm. Oh, that just happened. And climbs underneath, crawls underneath the door. Okay. So you... (laughs) Crawl under the door, and you're into another room. What does the other room look like? The other room is a storage room. Is it? Is there a bar on the other side, or how does it look like it's locked? Uh, it looks like a standard keyed lock. So on the other side, there's like a deadbolt you can just turn in oh, and open. Okay, so check returns back to his normal form and just pulls the deadbolt and opens the door. The door opens. Huh. Aviana looks vaguely impressed. Smooth skin's always so violent. (laughs) (laughs) Well, not everyone can turn into a bug. If only you guys had keys. Oh my god, we have keys! I don't have the keys. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's not on me. I, just I think Alma has the keys. Almost definitely has the keys. Oh yeah, I've completely forgot. Yeah, he has the keys. <laughs> anyway, just, it doesn't matter now. Chuck picks a piece of prison guard out of his teeth and flicks it. 
in someone's direction. Doesn't care who. <laughs> hmm. Delightful. So inside the room, there are six crates. Okay. That's mm. it. What are inside crates? Do they have any identifying mar- markings? Uh, nope. They all seem fairly uniform. They are three ahead, two on the left, and one on your right. Which crate would you like to open? We'll number them one to six. Um, I'm going to open number four. Or first, I'm going to check it for traps. <laughs> okay. Before you get to do that... Uh, That's a good plan. Chuck, you were in the room. You said you were going to open a crate before she said that. Yeah, okay. I said, what's in the crates? Oh, no. They're closed crates. You'd have to open them. All right. Also, at, at the rate... At the rate, real quick, that everyone has disappeared from Tavruk's side into other rooms, I'm at least going to trail until I can see them and still kind of be keeping an eye on what's mm-hmm. behind us, but within sight of the rest of the people. Okay, so, so you'd be of, in the room with the bookshelves and the table. Yeah, kind of like in the doorway of that where the little the mini hallway is, mm-hmm. and then they're right behind me. So, so okay, yeah. cool. Chuck opens the crate number three. Okay. In crate number three, you find a backpack, arrows, ball bearings, a bell, a candle, some commoner clothes, a component pouch, a crowbar, two daggers, a diamond worth 50 gold, a disguise kit, a hammer, a lantern, some leathers, a rapier. I immediately recognize it as my stuff. Oh, he continues to rummage. Is there anything edible in there? Uh, there is a day's rations. Is it meat? Uh, no. Then he's not interested. Good, because I was going to fight you. <laughs> <laughs> so Tally runs into the room, grabs it. Mine! Yeah, hey, that's my stuff. Get your Jack, own. Jack kind of shrugs and goes to another crate. It's like, he doesn't care. <laughs> I start putting my stuff on. Okay. Smooth skin's so strange. Well, thanks. Are you opening another one I or something else? I genuinely took that as a compliment. Um, I've probably heard that happening down the hallway, and Tavruk stops uh, washing our backs. And I go, at the rate I've kind of realized that that's going to be all of our stuff, I walk right into the room and open. Whichever one. And someone might have gotten the one to me first, but I'm, I'm opening a crate. Which one? Uh, five. One, one to six, and three is taken. Five. Okay. As you go to open it, you find arrows, a crossbow, some bolts, a hand crossbow, a longbow. A very interesting longbow, though. This is not your typical longbow. Do I see him pull it out? Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of pointing out the things as I'm pulling it out to try to identify stuff. Like I don't, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to get it for myself. Like I'm like, as soon as I see it, I go crossbow, longbow. Mm, uh, Jeremiah, um. there you are. And I go up and I take this like weird, like very sharp, like it's almost like layered like spikes all along the actual bow of the longbow. And I kind of grab him and I'm just like, oh, I've missed you. And the rest of your belongings are in that crate. Excellent. 
Uh, by the way, while you guys are in the other room, almost has sat down at that table where the cards and stuff were, and he's sort of um, running his fingers along his arms, and he's sort of muttering to himself. So you have uh, Githyanki feeling himself up in the other room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, these tattoos feel so I good. don't care. I'm changing immediately. Okay. You now have all your equipment. Which Chuck, Chuck said he was moving on another crate. Which one are you opening, Chuck? Uh, hold on, let me re-roll that, because that's one I... Number one. Number one, as you open, number one, a chain shirt, a bedroll, a backpack, some daggers, crossbow, a short sword. What is it with smooth skins and metal? Some sort of arcane focus. He just ignores it all, because it's... It's just so unnat... All this metal is so unnatural. Also... There's nothing really edible in there. <laughs> no, you're finding the odd little bit of rations. But um, what you're I, seeing are somebody's belongings. I will move on to number six. It is a set of leather armor, dagger, and a potion of some sort. A red potion. Well, I'm going to... At the rate there's so little in here, I'm like, well, this is clearly not any of our belongings. And I'm going to go ahead and grab that potion. Okay. Ooh, what is it? What is it? What is it? I know what it is. Can I, can I identify it? I'm kind of looking at it in his hand. With As I'm like shrugging into my jacket and like putting on all of my like million In crate number straps. six. With your background, you easily identify this as a potion of healing. Oh! It's a healing potion. That'll be handy. Good. They won't. So then I don't care about. You said there was a leather armor, a potion, and what was the third thing? Uh, short sword. Yeah, I don't care about any of that stuff. So I just want the potion, and then I'm, I guess I'll go check number four. Fourth one's actually a little bit larger than the rest. And as you pop it open... I should have checked this one first. As you look into it, there's this quite a long weapon that seems eerily familiar to you. A couple of yeah. hand axes. I immediately recognize my... uh my uh my my glaive and I grab it and I'm just like yeah like I can feel like like He-Man I can just feel it I'm like yes and I start grabbing all my stuff and uh I've got the uh I pull out like my armor and it's like a chainmail shirt but then over that kind of uh it's like those like almost like the tatami plates that like go down like my shoulders and my legs is like kind of like one of those half skirt things and I start armoring up and I find somewhere to put my newly acquired Okay. I guess Jack will open the second crate because that's the last one. And inside that crate is your stuff. Congratulations. Yay. I feel like how we all get descriptions. <laughs> <laughs> we narrowed it down. We narrowed it down. There's a quarterstaff, a shield, a hunting trap. Some torches, some sort of weird totem that it's kind of creepy looking. I'm uh, as as everyone's kind of getting their stuff together, apart from almost who's in the other room. Yeah, let me know uh, when ten minutes has gone by. I've seen, I've I, we, I've seen him do the magic. I've seen I'm seeing uh, I've seen uh, Ch- uh, Chak now turn into uh, a roach. 
and um, I'm seeing Tali kind of uh, equip herself with, you know, daggers and, and black cloaks, and I've, I've seen enough combat. All this looks familiar to me, but I'm looking at Aviana, and I'm just like, I, I, <clears throat> what what do you do? As she's, like, strapping on, like, these weird gloves and getting her coat all on and kind of adjusting a couple of vials at her, at a, a, a strap that crosses over her chest and kind of, like, counting them and making sure that they're all there. I'm sorry, what was that? Well, I mean, I'm... I've been around combat enough that I can kind of pinpoint what... Uh, how we've all gotten here, at least to an extent, but uh, I'm I'm at a loss when it comes to you, Aviana. Loss about what? About how I'm here? Or about uh, Jeremiah? Or about... Yeah, that That's a good start. <laughs> it has a name. Yeah. Of course he has a name. He's my, he's my partner. He's my combat friend. And I kind of like hold up my bow a bit and run my hand along the bits and as she kind of runs her hands along you can see like it doesn't the the, the actual bow is very jagged all, all along the top and the bottom of it and it doesn't quite cut through her hand but you can see that uh, there's like red lines left behind and if she had pressed harder 100% she would have sliced her hand open So it doesn't take Chak long to put he's got a shield and like a staff and like a backpack and that's about it. so he like wanders over and he like his snout goes close to the, the 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 bow and he sniffs it. Is it alive, Smoothskin? Uh, no, no. Weapon names Meh. are just a show of fondness. No, I'm just I'm a pretty good shot, and I kind of leave it at that. And um, I think that's all I do for now. And I head back into the main room where um, once I have everything on. Yeah, so once everyone's put on their stuff, yeah. it's been 10 minutes. Okay. And so I've headed uh, back into where you are to see you finishing whatever you're doing. Yeah, as you walk into the room, a, like, small hole opens up in, like, the middle of the room, like, you know, maybe about a quarter of an inch <laughs> apart, and a flash of light happens, and a bat flies out of the hole, and then it closes back up. I, as a human being right now, am freaking out. Aviana is... Trying to look less delighted, <laughs> but it's kind of delighted. Is uh, is my shit in there? Uh, probably. There's been a crate no one's taken, so I assume so. All right, and he gets up and goes and gets stuff and gets puts it on, making sure that the tattoo needle is in there. Of course. Chuck <laughs> is watching the uh, the bat flutter around with that sort of predatory <laughs> gaze. Keeps watching it slowly. <laughs> Wait, where? Where is Chuck? Like, are you still in the room with the? Uh... No, he's he's been he just wanders right out of the. Like, it doesn't take him. Like I said, it doesn't take him long to get everything done. He, it's not like he's putting armor on or anything. He's I got a shield. See you eyeballing. Okay, so the uh, we'll say that Almus is the only one left in the little storage room. And everyone else has come back out into the room at the table. Okay, so if everyone's ready to go, I uh, don't want to be here anymore. So yeah, let's get out. 
and I'm going to if we le- when we leave the room, I'm going to hang back for a moment. Yeah. Oh, just by to be the way, just to be at the back of the pack. Tali is like decked out with weapons. <laughs> <laughs> He's got leather armor, uh, thigh holsters with daggers in them, two short swords, a rapier, and a short bow. She's ready to go. <laughs> I think we're waiting on almost, but once we go to leave, I'll take point. Yeah, he'll come. I almost comes back into the room. He does have his tattoo stuff, uh, Mike. Yep. Yeah, you have all your belongings. Everything's in there. He's like, uh, what are we waiting for? Let's go. Everyone's been waiting as you put on your chain mail or your chain shirt. Yeah, chain shirt. Okay. As everyone leaves, um, I make sure to close all the doors behind us. And assuming we head back down the opposite hallway, I also close the door to the room where we were in. Well, I mean, I, I guess I do. I'm not touching the body. That too much work. So I'm just going to close the door where we stayed anyway, even though it doesn't matter. Wait, th- but isn't the mutilated body in there? No, it's laying in the, in the middle hallway. hallway. No, it's just hanging on the hallway. Yeah, why don't we put it in one of the chests? Oh. So maybe no one sees it if they come down this way. The other, the other path was a dead end. If anyone comes this way, they'll see us first. Because we'll be walking the other direction. I'd like to hope that we get out <clears throat> clean and no one sees us, period. It's a pipe dream, but I'm hoping. <laughs> Smooth skin's guard layer weekly. Clearly. So let's go. Um, yeah, let's I'm, get I'm out of here. Pack, so I mean, you know, closing doors. Okay, so you're heading down the hallway. As you head down, you've passed so your old jail cell. Walk about twenty more feet. There's a ninety degree turn to your left, or there's a small room that opens up to the right. Is that door open or closed? There is no doorway. Oh, okay. Um, I'm gonna poke my head in. Okay, so do so. You have to walk past the opening. So as you look down, you see a long hallway to your left multiple doors down there and then as you turn the corner you see a small like 10 by 10 room with a with a two by three door on the wall about three feet from the bottom two by three door mm-hmm. like, huh. like two foot by three? and it looks like it opens from top pulls down towards you hinges at the bottom of the door looks like a laundry chute i don't think i'll fit in here I don't think I want to fit in there. Can we can we open it and peek inside? Yeah, I'm gonna try to open it. Quietly. So as you, as you put your hand on it, it feels warm to the touch. As you open it, a foul smell emanates from it, and you just feel a blast of heat. Not that harms you; it just reeks, and it's hot. Oh, I get the trash chute. Yep. I'm gonna close the door immediately. Oh. The smell still lingers. It smells like of burnt food, burnt flesh, burnt God knows what. That's fine. Maybe we should put that body down here. If you want to pull that thing over here, go for it. Hey, Chuck. <clears throat> do, do you want to throw your dinner down this trash chute? Why? To cover our tracks. 
and it's nice to clean up after a meal sometimes. Yeah. Actually, I don't say that. I have no idea he ate that noise. I do. Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> he flinged a piece of the meat. Yeah, he, he flicked food at me. Mm-hmm. All right, so... Yeah, I'm go- not touching that guy. So. He goes back and grabs the body, drags it over to the chute, and then he just chucks it down. With... Yeah, you hear a few bones snap as you shove it down. And it goes in. Oh. Kind of, most of the ligaments in that are holding him together. He kind of oh no no like, off. I, I, if I'm starting to force it down, I just I, just, I, I use my jaws to break the ligaments and bones. He goes down pretty easy, and you hear a I wonder, I wonder, I wonder if they make meat pies here. Polly is visual, like she's visibly grossed out. I just don't pay any attention to it. Like she was cool with like the mutilated body part kind or body kind of, but not like seeing him actually bite down on that. I'm gonna go back to you said there was a hallway with like five yeah. doors. A very long hallway. And from what you can see, about fifteen feet there's a door to the left. At twenty feet there's a door to the right. And you're not sure how far, but you see another doorway on the right side. And then it's hard to see any further than that. But you can tell it does continue. Do we see any light sources? There's every 10 feet or so there. One of those turquoise uh, stones embedded in the wall. Almas is going to go to the, um, like the opening down that hallway. His eyes are going to go black, and he's going to send the bat down as far down the hallway as he can, about 100 feet. Just looking at the doors on each side. Just seeing if there's another hallway at the end of it that we can't see. Or... So as he go, as it flies down, at 15, about 15 feet, there's a door on the left. At 20 feet, door on the right. About the 40-foot mark, another door on the right, and a hallway going left. And then another 15 feet past that, so about this, we'll say 60 foot arc, that there's a 90 degree turn, and then that's it. Does he go down? And then that would be it, unless he goes down that way. While he's looking through his bat's eyes, I'm waving my hand in front of his eyes. Okay. I'm, I'm, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, they're just completely black, no pupils, nothing, just all black. As soon as the bat turns the corner, it just sees about five to ten feet in. There's a wall with a large tapestry hanging there. All right, I will drop the vision. With the- see the hand waves in front of my eyes, and then snap the bat out of existence. Um, seeing his eyes, seeing his eyes go all black. Uh, I'm gonna ask, what did you just do? Oh, I I looked down the hallway with with a bat. Is that not normal for for most people? I can't say it is. It's a cool trick. I'm just I'm just kidding. I know it's not normal. <laughs> I'm giving you a hard time. <laughs> it's not as uh, strange sounding as it strange looking as it sounds. <laughs> but yeah, then I'll give them the layout of the uh, of the room that you just explained with the hallway down sixty feet and then the, the right hand turn, so So what so okay, so there's just rooms and stuff. We probably should check out the room. Do we want to check out the rooms? We probably should because we have no idea how to get out of here. 
Did you did you see any possible exits? Mm, hallways, tapestry. That uh, that might be a thing. I'm not not really sure. And uh, I'll take point if no one else is gonna go, and I'll kind of start sneaking down the hallway quietly. Okay. So as you sneak down the hallway, you notice the first thing you come to is a door on your left, or you can continue further to the door on your right. There are doors and not entryways. These are doors. Uh, I I turn back to uh, our, our lovely lizard friend and I go back to them so I don't yell down the hallway because that sounds like a terrible idea. And uh, I ask him, "Can uh, can you do that cockroach trick again? Check out those rooms." He kind of like looks at her and says, "Doesn't Big Red have key?" No, but we do have a set of keys, and I turn to um, Almas and give him a look. Uh, I'll just toss them straight to you. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, I have keys now. I'm gonna go, um, I guess... Uh, oh, well, mm, I'm less concerned about the lock of the door and what might be inside the door. Because it doesn't matter if I can unlock the door, something's gonna attack me from the other side of it. So I'd rather know what's in there before we go in. So can you do the cockroach trick again to see what's inside? I think we can handle whatever would be inside. And I am not going to take point, and I throw the key to, um... <laughs> to Tevrook, because... No. Alright. So, uh, I'm just gonna walk up to the door. One, I'll first to check to see if it's even locked. So you're standing in front of the door to the left? Yeah, the, the, door, the, door, the, door? Left, the first door, yeah. Um, before he opens it, I'm going to, uh, take one of those little vials that I have on the front of my, uh, on one of my leather straps, and I'm going to down it. So, Chak slowly makes his way up again, uh, up behind the, the hobgoblin, is it? He doesn't know. Yeah, it's a hobgoblin. He, he's just calling it, him Big Red. Puts a hand on the creature's shoulders and points to the, it's, there's a door on the other side of the hall, right? Yes. Yeah. He points to the other door, and then he puts his hand up in a motion to stop. He go, rummages into his backpack, s- takes out his trap, sets it up <laughs> on the opposite door. <laughs> <laughs> then he gives a sort of thumb, uh, claw-like thumbs up. <laughs> Smart. I just picture like an ill-fingered lizard hand with not enough finger thumbs up to look great, but I still get the message. Okay. Um... Alright, so, what, do I even need the keys? Is this door unlocked? As you go to turn the handle, it it's moving. It's unlocked. Okay. Then I'm going to attempt to open it stealthily. Okay, give me a stealth check. Okay. Hope you guys like chainmail stealth rolls. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> that's really good. Okay, hold on. Um, That's a 14. Okay. With disadvantage? Not bad. So as you crack it open a little, as soon as you start cracking it open, you hear talking. And as you peek slowly, you can see just, you can just start to see one guy with a bit of a maw kind of cleaning up what looks like pools of blood. And you see him looking over and can't see and him talking. You hear at least one or two more voices responding back in conversation. Kind of like, we fucked him up good. Uh, next time he'll learn to talk better. So I, okay, do I recognize these guys? 
Nope, they're just guys. Looks like. Okay. Um, so all, the only one I can see though is the janitor. You see a guy, but he is wearing leather armor. Okay. Uh, and how far away is he from me? About fifteen feet. Okay. Um. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm assuming I'm kind of got my head poked halfway. I'm gonna <laughs> peek it back out and hold up three fingers and then count down. You know, two. And then one, oh, and then... Uh, seeing him do that, I'm going to kind of, like, sweep down and around so that I'm closer to the door, recognizing what he's about to do. I right, assume so okay. you're going to do one of those quick, like, cool, like, run, slide, go on your knees, and get yep. your... <laughs> oh, heck yeah! I'm, like, on the other side of the door, like, we're about to do, like, a, a SWAT mission. Pulling my bow. Knock the arrow. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, do, I do the three, and she's moving up, and I do the two, and then I do the one, and I just kick that fucking door open and take like one step up and just full swing of the glaive at that fucking at the guy cleaning up. Thanks for listening and check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Misfit Rolls. And don't forget whether you're a gnome barbarian or a goliath wizard, we hope you continue to join us on the Isle of Misfit Rolls.